This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you had a good start to your week. You've made it to match day. Arsenal are due to face Leon in today in the Dubai Super Cup. It's a very strange tournament in which you get rewarded two points for a draw and there's a penalty shootout after every game. But to be honest, I don't really care about how the game is played, just that it's back because I need a little bit more Arsenal in my life and I'm finally going to be getting that uh, that Arsenal patch, if you will, on my arm back again, just to suffice me and tie me over until the Premier League returns on Boxing Day when Arsenal play against West Ham. But there's plenty more than just the football to talk about and off-the-field stuff we've got to discuss and talk through with you guys as well, of course, as we always do every morning at 8am UK time. So make sure you continue to set your alarms to join us in the chat box live every single day. Good morning to you guys joining us in the chat box. Hope you're doing good and well. Matt G, good morning to you. Black Shine, Olu. Uh, we've got Yomi and Nikolai and Temi and Carl. We've got Red Star. Uh, we've got Carlton. Uh, we've got uh, NSW pointing out, yes, Tom, a.k.a. the Fat Laporte. Uh, Vegas Guna, good morning to you. Uh, good morning to Moabi. Good morning to Abdullah. Good morning uh, to Marcus and Louis and Kaiser and so many more of you as well in the chat. Really appreciate always uh, the kind words uh, that go into there as well. And especially considering all the kind comments we got on yesterday's debut of the brand new podcast the eat sleep arsenal repeat podcast some very kind comments were left in the comment section also i can see plenty of kind comments left in the chat box this morning as well so thank you so much if you haven't already given it a watch or a listen uh, we're doing a new podcast every single week once a week uh, most likely coming out on a wednesday depending on if arsenal of course play on the tuesday evening because we record tuesday evenings myself uh, sophie from the hybrid squad owen from the gunas pod and dr raj at 3cb performance who provides some expert insight on injuries, on player health, and we talk a lot about our own fitness and health and want to really build a community as well of people that are wanting to get involved with uh, kind of changing themselves a bit, getting fitter. Uh, probably a good way to start is with the fact that we've got the new year coming up, New Year's resolutions and all that. We'll be talking about what our New Year's resolutions are in the first show of 2023. But we've got a show for you next week and the week after as we lead up 
until Christmas and the new year as well. So if you haven't given it a watch and you want to find out more about Gabriel Jesus' injury and when he might return, Emil Smith-Rowe coming back to action and the effects of the World Cup on the team as well, certainly worth giving it a watch. I have tagged it as the main show on the Arsenal, uh, on the Guna Talks uh, homepage. So give it a watch. It's the last upload on the channel. We kick off today, though, with some fantastic news. Uh, Vivian Miedemar scoring in a 1-0 win over Juventus means that Arsenal continue to maintain the top spot in their group. Leon beat Zurich considerably to maintain pace. They're on seven points while Arsenal are on 10, but they've now opened up a five-point gap between themselves and Juventus. What this means is when Arsenal play Leon, if they win that game, they will top the group. Leon are obviously a very, very good side, um, but all they need to do is really is win their final game uh, against Zurich in the group, maintain that three-point gap, and of course, that will enable Arsenal to hopefully uh, continue and go through as group leaders. They got a strong goal difference over Lyon as well, seven to three, because they smashed Lyon when they played Lyon in France. They've now got to play Lyon at home as well, and uh, maybe they'll be finding their form once again. Barcelona as well losing uh, in their game against Bayern Munich, which means that they are now joint top of the group uh, with Bayern, both on nine points. So an interesting uh, situation growing in the Women's Champions League. So make sure you go and check out the highlights of Viv's goal from last night. Uh, Arsenal are set to play Leon, the men's Leon, of course, today uh, at 3.30 UK time. Uh, you can watch the game on arsenal.com. You can keep track of the game over on football.london. I'll be running the match day blog. If anyone is watching this and happens to be at the game today, do drop me a DM. I'd love to hear from you and get some of your pictures and experiences included in the live blog. So if you are indeed taking part or going in any way, shape or form, please do let me know. I know there was someone who left a comment yesterday saying they were going to the game. Please do drop me a message. I'd love to get some thoughts uh, from you guys and your experiences at the game as well today. Now, Takahira Tomiyasu has now arrived in Dubai, despite the fact that he spoke after Japan's elimination from the World Cup against Croatia, saying he wanted to forget about football, he wanted to take a break. He has indeed now arrived in uh, Dubai, uh, supposedly to join up with the Arsenal squad. He may get a couple of days off, um, before uh, he actually returns to kind of training and stuff like that. But he has indeed now travelled to Dubai uh, and he joins two other players, which gives Mikel Arteta a bit of a, a triple boost, if you will. Granit Xhaka, as we know, has returned. And the other player that has returned uh, with the team is Matt Turner, who posted to his Instagram page that he was indeed in Dubai, enjoying some time off. It appears that he'll have a few days off before then joining up with the squad. However, he has been told to leave Arsenal by former UN's men's national team goalkeeper, uh, Brad Friedel. He says that time will tell if it's the right decision in terms of moving to Arsenal. When you're in the MLS, this is what I'll say. It's hard to turn down a club like Arsenal coming in for you. But when you move and you're as good as Matt Turner, I'd like to think that you would move and you're being told that you were going to be the number one, which obviously wasn't the case at Arsenal. Matt's a heck of a nice guy and a heck of a good goalkeeper. I don't know what kind of deal they have with Arsenal or what, but I hope... If he's not in the team or doesn't look like he's going to get near the team, then they would allow him to leave or go on loan. I personally think he's too good of a goalkeeper to be sitting on the bench. High praise from a former Premier League level goalkeeper, although former Spurs, uh, former Spud, I should say. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, never never the biggest fan of when you see ex-Spurs players talking about Arsenal players, but uh, 
as a fellow US men's national team goalkeeper, of course, maybe he is speaking for the benefits of Matt Turner. I think Turner had a really, really strong World Cup performance. Yes, of course, they conceded three goals against the Netherlands. I don't really think that Turner could have done much more to avoid those three goals going in beyond that. He really helped them through the group stage, kept two clean sheets in a group with, of course, England, Iran, and Wales and was crucial, I think, to them actually progressing through to the knockout stages. And, and you know, really, I think that's a successful World Cup is the US men's national team progressing through to the knockout stages of this tournament. When they host the tournament in four years' time, I think they'll be hoping to get to at least the last, uh, beyond the last 16 uh, with the, the players, of course, that would have developed another four years by that point. But Turner advised to leave Arsenal if he wants to get the benefit of his career. But who would have thought that we were talking about Matt Turner after that performance against Nuremberg in the friendly in, in the uh, in the July fixtures that we had this year? Really wasn't rated too much by our fan base. That has significantly grown. The appreciation for him has grown as well significantly since then. Uh, Arsenal are actually set to receive a bit of a boost, it turns out, because FIFA have said that they will be paying around roughly uh, £8,500 per player per day that they're at the tournament. This meant that Arsenal made around 1.5, uh, or rather, one point, yeah, £1.5 million pounds, uh, from the group stage alone, um, around that amount, maybe slightly more. But obviously, there was a, with Ben White leaving, we can assume that maybe some of the money was uh, stopped early for him because he isn't expected to go back to the, uh, the England camp due to personal reasons. Uh, because of the players that then progressed, we had Matt Turner, of course, that went through that earned another 8,500, Takahiro Tomiyasu, another 25,000 around that figure. And Gabriel Jesus was there for a few more days, of course, earning the club another 17,000 pounds. Granite Xhaka got to the last day of the last 16, which meant another 34,000 was added to the pot. Uh, and then, you've, of course, have got William Saliba, Saka, Aaron Ramsdale and Martinelli making their way through to the quarterfinals. If, hypothetically, Brazil were to meet England in the final, that would take the total, according to those figures, if we're using them as a guide, to about £2.1335 million uh, being given, or rather paid, to Arsenal by FIFA for their players taking part at the World Cup. Not loads when you consider the fact how much money uh, is going on in the world of football, especially regarding transfer fees. However, it is around a third of what we paid for Gabriel Martinelli. So it could give us a third off a really good player, uh, potentially. But of course, it's how Arsenal use that money to their benefit that ultimately will help them the most. Uh, and finally, our headline story of the day has been revealed that Atletico Madrid's asking price for Joao Felix, who we talked about in yesterday's show, remains at that 100 million euro uh, price tag, uh, potentially even more than that. And I cannot ever foresee Arsenal paying anywhere close to that for Joao Felix. Had Arsenal managed to get the price down to say, I don't know, four, 50 million? Uh, that's probably the maximum I would have gone to for Joao Felix, 50 million euros, uh, maybe slightly more. But 100 million euros? No, just it's just not going to happen. Now, this, is, of course, is rumours coming out from Spain initially, whether or not that's actually what Atletico Madrid will get for the player. I'm not 100% sure. Checking how long it's left on the player's contract actually should give us a good idea of how much kind of power uh, they currently have on the player. His contract runs out in 2026. He joined on a seven-year contract in 2019. So they have a lot of control, it seems, uh, around the player's price tag. Uh, he's rated at 50 million euros 
on transfer market. So, you know, it's not as if they're they're asking for a figure that's just far, far too high. So, no, I don't expect Joao Felix to be joining Arsenal this January. Uh, nowhere near that level. Uh, but I think I'd be asking, you know, 40 to 50 million pounds uh, maximum if I was Arsenal. That's what I would be going um, in with a bid for if I was ever interested in Joao Felix because he is not worth in that 100 million euro figure. Not a chance for me. Anyway, that brings us to an end to part one. So we're going to move to part two and your questions right after. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mm. Right then, let's uh, let's get cracking uh, on to part two and the questions. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, Matt Turner has improved immensely since coming to Arsenal. Uh, so in my honest opinion, uh, it would be unwise to leave now because playing in the Premier League week after week is totally different. Of course it is. Uh, he has improved significantly since he first arrived at the club. And I think he's proved a lot of people wrong, actually, in their judgments about him. I think he's more than good enough to be Arsenal's number two. I'm confident in playing in the Europa League games if we need him to. I did actually speak to Matt Turner after he played against, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was the PSV home game. Um, we spoke to him afterwards in the mix zone. And I asked him whether or not he's got any guarantees about the fact that uh, he'll be playing in the Europa League knockout rounds. And he said, no, there are no guarantees for him. And uh, he's got to keep fighting for his place. So he's a very humble guy, very nice guy to speak to as well. I'm very honest and uh, and lengthy, to be fair, in detail with his answers when you do speak to him. So he isn't expecting to continue playing through into the knockout rounds. And uh, I look forward to seeing what he brings if he does indeed start those games. But Arteta has shown in the past that he's kind of a little bit cutthroat with the knockout rounds. I remember him starting Burton Leno, despite having a backup goalkeeper to Leno when we were last in the Europa League. Uh, and Ramsdale, of course, wasn't here yet. So maybe Ramsdale will end up starting. We'll have to wait and see. We obviously don't even know who we're going to be playing yet in the round of 16 in the Europa League because we've still got to complete the round of 32, uh, which Arsenal are involved in because we finished top of the group. But we will watch Manchester United play Barcelona in one of the big clashes of those last 32 games. Um, Massive Bulele says, Hey, Tom, I don't think Arsenal fans should panic. Our strength is based on our system, which Jesus was a massive part of. But I think we'll still be in the title race when he returns. We've opened up this five-point buffer you know, between ourselves and Manchester City. And that's a significant points tally in a title race that contains the likes of Man City. When you're opening up that much of a gap, you know, it shows you how competitive you've been across a season with a side like Man City. Liverpool had to kind of maintain pace with uh, with Man City the entire time. They suffered with a couple of injuries, but not many. And they were very fortunate. Arsenal have suffered a significant injury. And it's going to cost us probably for around, what, nine, ten plus games without Jesus 
We've got to rely on the players that are here in Inketia and Martinelli and Smith Rowe and Fabio Vieira to potentially cover Jesus and obviously any players that we decide to sign in that January transfer window. We'll have to wait and see if anything changes. Uh, Maggi says, I know we don't have any details about Ben White's absence, but do you think he'll be back for our Boxing Day game against West Ham? Honestly, Matt, I don't know. And there is no point speculating because we don't know and we just have to respect the fact that he's out of the game at the moment because of these personal reasons. And we will respect that and won't discuss it. Um, Marcus says, Turner should start just for not signing a Spurs shirt video. Uh, that was great. What a great, great moment in the summer trends. I think Mike asked him about that actually in the US tour. I'm pretty sure that he did. Uh, Olu says, hey, Tom, did you see Madrid posting his transfer mark value on his Instagram? Seems like he's forcing a move. Yes, I did. I also think I saw him reply to someone who advised him that it wasn't the best idea to do that and then said that they're his agent now. He can do what he wants. He's doing everything he can to try and, you know, force a move, it seems. That's all he can do. We often talk about player attitude and whether or not, and I, you know, I, I think he's doing everything he can. But there is also part of me that thinking that is a, the character of this guy to try and force this move is, is a bit odd. But, you know, maybe it'll get the move done in the end. Uh, Wilson with his catchphrase, what on earth are Atletico Madrid smoking over there in terms of selling Felix for 100 million euros? That is absolute madness. And there is no way in hell that Arsenal are paying that. Come on, man. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anyone's going to pay that, let alone just Arsenal. I just can't see Arsenal or anyone paying close to 100 million for Joao Felix whatsoever. But his relationship with Diego Simeone isn't the best. In fact, he came out in the uh, in the media the other day and was talking about how the way a Portugal play and the way that Atleti play are very different. And that's why he's benefiting from his time in the national team, which, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's telling when you see kind of comments like that about relationships between the club and the player. Uh, Abe says, I saw rumours that Tammy Abraham will be available for around 40 million. That's according to Italian sources, of course. Yes, not the best. Um, but Tammy Abraham, of course, is a player that uh, Arsenal have been interested in before. We wanted him in the summer of 2021. Uh, in the end, we weren't able to go out because we weren't able to shift either of Lacazette or Aubameyang. Whether or not we're still interested in kind of signing a player for that amount of money, We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but I doubt a striker for that amount of money is on Arsenal's um, kind of want list this this winter. I might be proved on. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Deep Eleven says, uh, Tom, during the uh, summer window, I said I would 100% take Mudrick over Neto. And you all laughed at me. But you're not laughing now, are you? <laughs> well, Neto's injured. So, so no, <laughs> he's injured. So I don't know why anyone would be laughing at you after signing a player that's not injured compared to a player that is injured. Also, I, I get comments like this a lot. People saying that I said, well, and I leave, often they leave them in the comment section below videos. Something that I've said in the summer, you know, that's six months old, old now. You know, three, four to six months old, those comments. Comments change, minds change, you know, in the moment of saying something then compared to now, it's a very different period. A lot of football has happened in that time and opinions are allowed to change. And when you say to like, you know, someone, well, you're not laughing at me now or look how silly you look now. What actually you do is you discourage people from having open minds. You discourage people from changing their minds or having the ability to change their mind because then they're too scared of looking a little bit embarrassed about being wrong about something in the past. So let's not you know, undermine someone's point of view that they held three, four, six, 18, 24, however many months ago, because they probably had their fair reasoning to think as they did, or the things that have happened since have given the ability now and the evidence that's put on show to then change their mind. 
changing your mind is certainly not a show of weakness. In fact, it's the complete opposite. And I'd say that stubbornly maintaining a view out of pride makes you look a lot, lot worse in the long run, as many people have seen with Mikel Arteta's rise to Arsenal leading the Premier League by five points at this stage. Uh, Marcus says, do you only want Balogun to stay in France so you can keep saying Rons? Uh, keep up the great work. Um, he's not at Rouen. He's not at Rennes. He's at Reims, uh, as some people describe it, or Rim, uh, Rim, uh, which is actually at. But no, uh, he's he's uh, doing very well, and I want to see him play week in week out um, at Reims. Uh, Reims. Uh, I keep on wanting to say Reims now because I think I saw Robin AFTV say Reims, uh, but it's it's pronounced Reims, 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 something like that. I'm trying my best, guys. I do my best with pronunciations, but yeah, there you go. Uh, Mark says, I disagree with Tom's valuation on Felix. He's at least 70 million. He's shown that he is capable of uh, that against big teams. He won La Liga's title and he won the Golden Boy Award and he's still 23. He has two more years left, uh, three more years left, I think, actually, uh, Mark, on his deal. Uh, that's fair. You know, it's opinions. You know, I pers- I'm not saying that he's worth 50. I said that's what I'd pay. I personally wouldn't really go over 50 in a market in January because we have to go out and spend more on a midfielder. So somehow we've got to balance the books. You know, if we went and spent 70 million on him, I don't think I'd complain all that much. It's more so because of what we're doing uh, in that window and how much we've got to spend. I don't see us having 100 odd million quid to spend in January. And if we spend 70 million on Joao Felix, I don't see us having any more money really left to go and spend it on somebody in midfield, which is also an area that we need to make sure that we strengthen in. So that's where kind of my valuation of, of what I'm spending comes from. Uh, Chris says uh, they're hoping to sell and they are quoting at 100 million. Please get me Raphael Leal. Again, another player that might be going for a very serious fee from Milan in the summer. Uh, Marcus says there's around a 600 of you watching and there's only 30 likes. It should be at least 600. Come on, guys, drop the like. Uh, drop the like button a little press. It really does show your appreciation for the hard work that goes on to putting on these shows for you every single day, every single morning, bright and early for your breakfast, your school run, your work run, all of that good stuff. So do drop a like on the video. It does show the appreciation significantly. And of course, subscribe if you're new. Sometimes people watch the show and then realize they're not even subscribed because it just pops up on their YouTube feeds because they've been watching the show for so long. Not even subscribe because they watch it so much. It just pops up for them. Do subscribe. It really helps out the channel. And uh, we're hoping to get to 50K by next summer and then do a live show in London uh, to celebrate it. So do help us on our way to 50k. Uh, Jay says, hi Tom, are there any players that have caught your eye at the World Cup that you would have never considered signing prior to that World Cup? Also, keep up the great work. More videos with Harry. Those are great. Don't worry, more videos with Harry will of course be coming. Don't you worry, myself and Harry really enjoy each other's company and uh, in, in, in a professional way <laughs> or over a beer. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely be doing more shows. Uh, don't you worry as the seasons uh, go on. Actually, I think we'll both be at the Brighton game. So we might do a little clip whilst we're there uh, at the Amex Stadium on New Year's Eve. That'd be nice. Um, but yes, were players that have impressed me at the World Cup. I hadn't really watched loads of Piero Hincapi or Hincapié uh, of Ecuador. I know he didn't have the best last game of the group against uh, Senegal. I liked what I saw from him against Qatar and the Netherlands. I was impressed by him a lot. So he's probably one that stood out for me. I spoke about Laiduni at Tunisia. I wouldn't say he's someone I'd want Arsenal to sign uh, necessarily, but I was impressed by him at the World Cup. And, you know, Matt Turner, I know that he's already an Arsenal player, but as I mentioned earlier on in the show, 
Matt Turner really impressed me at the tournament. I'm kind of glad that we already have him in our team. I think that's a really positive thing to have. Uh, let's scroll down. Uh, let's go to and deep eleven. I know you didn't mean it in a rude way. I wasn't talking about you specifically on that whole opinion thing. Um, <laughs> Bakary Lasagna said that pronunciation sounded like somebody was trying to start a lawnmower. Uh, what horns? <laughs> it's not a bad description, to be fair. Uh, Mo Demix says, "Hi Tom, if you could buy one player this January, would you look for a short-term loan or a long-term signing as a forward, if needed?" I'm sure when you say forward, you mean a striker. Um, if you mean a forward in general, and you're still including kind of the Mudrick-esque players, it has to be a long-term option, I think, for Arsenal. We have to find someone because a loan option, I just don't think, is out there. The difference between that and the striker options, I don't really think the striker opportunities are really out there this January if we want to bring a wide player and a midfielder in. So probably a loan uh, or a short-term deal for a striker, if that's what you're talking about. But a forward in general, I think we still need to bring in a versatile wide forward. And I would look to invest in a long-term option like a Mudrick, for instance. Uh, Nunat says, uh, Tom, I don't think Felix is uh, that match uh, worth. I don't think he's even worth 50 million euros. I would rather pay the 70 million on a Sane than try Martinelli in the middle. Fair enough. Uh, Jean says, uh, do, you think the leading, the, uh, do you think leading the league should force us to change our transfer strategy? I'm afraid this would make us do something rash. It should certainly encourage us to be more aggressive than we may have been in the market and really try and get somebody in. I think that's the key point of this window. I don't think it's going to make us panic. I do think they will stick to the plan that they've already got, but I think they'll be more intent on trying to get the deals done. Maybe they would have not gone to the, the levels of the money that maybe some clubs have asked for. But now, because we're in the position that we are, I think maybe they'll be a bit more proactive and aggressive in the market. I hope I'm right. Uh, Bakary Lasagna, thank you so much for joining up as a member of the channel. Welcome to the family. I'm already sure that the, uh, the chat box is welcoming you. And uh, we actually had a few more join our Discord server as well the other day. Uh, it's always good to see the uh, the channel and the micro the micros Mike what, Mike what am I talking about the members uh, Discord server where was I going with micro uh, always see that growing from micro to macro there you go we worked it into the conversation somehow uh, let's go to uh, Francois who says uh, Tom I have a message for Arsenal do not buy any player off of their World Cup performances period enough with the cautious enthusiasm. AFC fans are the only ones who think we won't win the Premier League. Some AFC fans. It's always important to caveat that. I know you've seen plenty of Arsenal fans saying this, but it's always important to say some Arsenal fans because not all Arsenal fans are like that. And thankfully, I've got a community of thousands that are very sensible, level-headed and objective in their views. I've said this from the start, though, in terms of signing player off a World Cup performance. I don't I don't think you should do that. I don't think you should allow the World Cup to influence your view on the potential of signing someone over someone you've appreciated before the World Cup started. It's a very small sample size in a very different setup in an international tournament. It's very, very different to the domestic scene. You should be cautious with that. That is for sure. Uh, Marcus says, with Jesus's injury, do we go for a striker who can play wide rather than a player who a wide player who can play as a striker? Um, no, I still think we should go for the wide player who can play in more positions than one. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up very soon. Uh, Mohamed says, Ralph Felix on loan is a good... Why would they do that? Why, why would Atletico Madrid allow a, a player that they value at 100 million euros to leave on loan? You know, we have to be sensible. We have to be objective about these things. Atletico Madrid are never going to let him go on loan. So apparently, Arsenal have inquired about loan deals even in the past because they thought they might be able to get a player who's out of, out of favour there. 
No, I don't know why they would allow him to leave on loan. It would make no sense to them to do that. Uh, Fuad says, I do think a centre-forward loan would be really good to get because if get, uh, if Eddie gets injured, uh, the amount of shuffling that would need to be done in attack would be mental. Uh, I think, that yes, uh, but we are obviously then saying if Eddie and Ketty gets injured, you know, injuries do happen. I was having a number of discussions on Twitter over the last few days and people saying that we're short in attack. Like, we are short in attack because we've had an injury. But most clubs have two natural strikers and a number of players that can also play centrally. We have Jesus and Ketia as our two, you know, whereas, you know, Liverpool have Firmino and uh, Nunez. Man City have Alvarez and Haaland. Um, Man United have uh, Ronaldo and, well, they have Rashford, I guess. Uh, Martial, I guess the third one, but Ronaldo's not there anymore. So they've got two. Um, and, uh, and I, you know, I expect us to, to use those players that are versatile, like Smith-Rowe, like Martinelli, like Vieira, who's played as a false nine at Porto. You know, so I expect us to use those options uh, if we end up signing a wide player for the three months that he's out. And I say three months, it's more like two and a bit if it is indeed three months, because we don't even know the full extent of the injury and the recovery period yet. Um, I imagine that it's more around the two plus months because of the three weeks that he's going to have to recover whilst the World Cup is still going on. Uh, Gunner King says, we can win the league. I absolutely believe that, but see that it will be tough. You know, we just have to keep up the positivity, the encouragement, the hope that, you know, the amount of doom and gloom and negativity I see spread, not just on YouTube, but on Twitter saying it's over, it's done, you know, and I was the one being the most cautious. You know, I said that we weren't, I didn't want to say we were in a title race till kind of May and April time. till we were, you know, on the back of, 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 you know, Man City's coattails, if you like. But we're in a title race right now. So let's not say it's over. Like, do, if you're, you know, we know that the Arsenal players look across the Arsenal sphere of fans and their views. Imagine if they're looking across Twitter and they're just seeing fans say, because we've lost one player, it's all over. You know, it's, it's really disappointing that people are that negative uh, about Arsenal. It really, really is. Um, let's uh i'm gonna have to wrap things up uh there but thank you so much guys for tuning in really appreciate your time as always uh it's been an absolute pleasure to join you as i said please do go and watch the uh the podcast that we released yesterday our weekly show that will be going out every single wednesday the eat sleep arsenal repeat podcast is there for you to go and enjoy it. If you want to listen to it just on audio, it's over on audio platforms as well. Myself, Sophie, Owen and Dr. Raj talking about Gabriel Jesus' injury in much greater detail. Smith Rowe making his return and the World Cup woes taking their toll on the team. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8am with a raw reaction show reacting to the performance against Leon in the Super Cup of Dubai. Um, and of course, if you want to catch up with the game live, I'll be doing live coverage of the game in the live text over on football.london. So do make sure you tune in. And as I said earlier, if you are indeed at the game and somehow you're watching this, amazing, first of all. Secondly, do get in touch. I'd love to hear from you and know what your experience is like as well. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you. Drop a like, subscribe as always. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.